Welcome to episode 497 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I'm sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences. Uh, Thank you all for listening to the show, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific. 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exiled Minds podcast, for producing the shows and putting them up on the station as you hear them with all the music and everything. And if you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. Also, I've written some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can check out on Amazon. And I have a Patreon page where you can find extra content whenever I'm able to make it. I have one episode up there so far, and uh, hopefully we'll start making more in November. Uh, Just a little busy with this month being my sort of my busy season of the year, time of the year here. Um, But um, all content there will be available to all membership tier levels, so um, that's another way to support the show. Also, if you'd just like to make a one-time donation to the show, um, that would be appreciated. Uh, never expected, but um, you can do that through PayPal or Venmo. And um, I, as I always say, um, this is I put, point these things out because there are expenses in making these shows, from uh, equipment to research materials to travel expenses. I will be going to the Mid-Michigan Paracon this November 4th and 5th. So basically the weekend after Halloween, and I'll be there listening to whatever presentations I can and making audio recordings of myself and anyone that wants to join me talking about all things paranormal. Excuse me. And then I will bring those recordings back and uh, share them on future shows. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be my first time going to one of those events and uh, really excited about that as well. So. But again, help is never expected, but always appreciated, especially um, for during times like this where I'm sort of planning things. And and uh, get, again, I hope to go to this conference every year uh, from now on as much as possible. So any contributions would help with that. Um, and thank you all to those who already have as well, of course. So I think uh, that takes care of everything for now. Um, and I can get to the stories here. So I am uh, looking forward to uh, the big episode 500 coming up real soon here in a few days. So uh, it's going to be a special one. And uh, it's going to go longer than the usual 24 minutes. And uh, and uh, we'll see how long it goes. Probably an hour and a half at the most. But uh, yeah, really excited about that. Going to have at least one guest, possibly two guests on the show. And uh, go from there. So this story says, 
I have experienced several light flashes, mostly from my phone, like a screenshot flash over the past three days. Despite the flashes, no actual screenshots were captured on my phone. Today, my laptop also exhibited the same random light flashes. There are potential explanations such as sun reflection on the screen, even though some incidents happened at night. What is particularly eerily eerie is, is that a light, likely a hallway light, uh, I guess that was the, uh, that's a mistake there, but a hallway light turned on by itself. I was home alone at the time. The light turned off after approximately five seconds. I'm not sure if these occurrences are paranormal or if there are logical explanations I might be missing. <coughs> Excuse me. So that's an amazing story right there. Um, I'm wondering with that, if they are just sort of sensitive somehow. Funny enough, um, I'm planning on talking about lights and screens and everything else coming up like in a, in a show soon. So, uh, but yeah, I'm wondering if it's something to do with the person being more sensitive to the paranormal. I wonder if these lights, I sort of, and obviously this didn't happen. I wish that there could have been someone else there with the person, with the writer, to see if they also saw these lights. Um, but the the lights, uh, the light turning on in the hallway, and then turning off after a few seconds. Now I've heard of lights malfunctioning where they flicker uh, here and there for just a second or two, but it sounds like that was on for a little while, solid on, and then it turned off. And so all these things put together with their different devices. I also wonder, of course, if it's somehow that the writer there, somehow their energy may be interfering with devices around them. I've heard of that before. Uh, to different, in different, uh, having different effects on things. Sometimes uh, making devices malfunction. Sometimes um, just shutting them down. Uh, other times turning them on or off. And I feel like more or less common cases. But if these are all things that are, are sort of in the general area around this person, um, again, I, I, I'd be curious to know when they're around other people, does, does, do all these things still happen? Or is it just when it's them? Um, I guess either way, it could still just be them somehow, their energy manipulating things without them meaning to. I'm not even saying that it's them doing this intentionally, obviously. But, um, yeah, so I don't know what to make of that. Or if, is it some other outside force, some other outside consciousness trying to get their attention and in these different ways, which I could see as being startling, but also they're, it's happening on devices and it's not like your usual horror story where the person is being touched or anything like that. It's happening sort of indirectly through the devices that are around them. So I could see either one of those being possible there. Uh, I'd be curious to know how often that happens with people and they just don't even notice it because they think, oh, that must have been a, 
a flash of a, of a light off of my screen, which does happen. I know that for a fact. I mean, obviously, when you're um, either moving your screen around, if it catches a light, it'll give a flash. Um, the screen will get well. Basically, there'll be the light magnified on the screen, and and it flashes. But if the person there, the writer there, is having these experiences even at night when there's no lights around, uh, that is, that to me sort of helps rule out reflections. Uh, I mean, obviously, the only thing I can think of there is is are they near any windows? Even if the windows are mostly covered by curtains or blinds, uh, I wonder if somehow a ray of light could pass through the window and then hit the hit their their screens at just the right way. Um, but I also always like to to just look at the um, the possible paranormal explanations for these things, and that I don't know. Some kind of energy surge or transfer, but only sort of showing up as light coming from the screen. Um, I do know devices will will sort of sometimes be running different programs, uh, apps or whatever, and when they when something shows up or, or goes away on the screen, that can change the lighting, obviously. <coughs> Excuse me. But this sounds like flashes, and I don't think I've heard of too many apps where... It'd be a flash, and unless it was just something real fast, I have seen that before. Um, where, but even then, it's usually not like a really bright flash. It's usually just the the screen will go brighter for a second, kind of, but it's not even a flash. It's just a brighter image on the screen, then it's gone. So, a lot of um, possibilities there. But I wonder again. I don't doubt that these things can happen, and that these lights can be appearing. I just wonder what's the source. Uh, is it the per the writer themselves somehow uh, giving off energy, or is it uh, some other force trying to get their attention? Um, so either way, that's an amazing story. There, that does seem like there's something going on, uh, especially with. I mean, that sounds like just too many things to be uh, coincidence at that stage when it's happening. Um, two different devices, and then you have the other the light. That is also a device in a way, but without a screen. But it, then again, the light is the screen in a way. The light bulb is the sort of the um, the way for the light to get out. So I think I've uh, gone around in circles enough on that one. So I guess I'll go on to the next story here. And uh, sorry if you all are hearing the heater going on behind me, but I live in Michigan, and it does start to get cooler this time of year. So uh, especially at night. So moving on to the next story here. This one says, A few days ago, I was feeding my dogs when I suddenly felt strange. I stood there, trying to understand what was wrong and how to resolve it. The only instinct I had was to text my, text my sister. I hadn't spoken to her since the previous day. Despite living three hours away from me, I asked my sister if she was okay. There was no immediate reply, but about 20 minutes later, my sister responded, saying that the fire alarm had gone off in her university dorm building. The alarm 
wasn't a drill and everyone was waiting outside. The timing of my sister's message coincided with the moment I started feeling strange. I guess they mean the timing of the fire alarm thing going on. I'm not sure about the connection between my weird feeling and my sister's situation, but it was very odd. So that's where the story ends. It just sounds like these two, the writer and their sister, um, and are connected and or even just any kind of family. I've heard so many stories about that over the years where people get these weird feelings like something is going on with this person or that person, or even just a feeling of something is going on. Because if you think about that story there, if you go back to the very beginning, they didn't, right away, they didn't think of their sister right right away. It was, it took a, min, uh, it took a moment for them to sort of listen to that instinct and, and figure out who they needed to, to contact. And, um, and then, of course, turns out there may have been they, they, the sister may have been in danger. And of course, glad if, as, as always that everything worked out, but I wonder if the alarm or if, the, if there was a fire, if that was happening right when the writer got that strange feeling. Uh, I, I've, I don't want to go into details because it sort of involves people that I know, but I've had that um, only once, really, and it was a night where Later, I found out multiple things happened all around the same time, um, all across the, the span of like a night or a day or whatever. And I found out these things way after, but I had this feeling like something was going on. And it was people that didn't even know each other that I later found out that had things that happened. So I, I don't doubt that's, that's uh, something that can happen to people. And I heard so many stories, and then I had that happen myself. And then here's another one. Um, it makes me wonder how how connected are we all, and we don't always pay attention to that because we have so much to do, um, or that we think we have so much to do, or we do. Well, either way, we're so busy, in other words, and uh, so these things happen, and then um, that sort of reminds you that uh, maybe we all are there's there's connections between everyone with energy and thought and all those things, so. Glad everything worked out in that story, and, and but that is amazing that the writer felt something was going on. So, moving on to the next story here. Uh, this one says, My family moved into an old house in the early 90s, bought from an elderly widow. The house had painted over wallpaper, crystal doorknobs with keyholes, uh, beneath the doors, or beneath them, I'm sorry. Uh, questionable wiring and a big basement furnace. The front room was beautifully lit by natural light from windows during the day, but very dark in the evening with no ceiling light fixtures. We had an old console TV, a cable box, and a VCR in the corner by the fireplace. One day we found out that the previous owner had passed away. That night, an apparition of an older man in a suit appeared, walking down the stairs, paying no attention to me as I sat in the living room watching that TV. All I can think is that the husband of the previous owner 
was visiting the house, possibly for one last time. Two decades later, my stepmom confirmed seeing a similar apparition in the same house around the same time frame. I don't think this was related to the older couple, though it was still odd. I heard fast, distant, rhythmic drumming every night in bed while living in that same house. It sounded, uh, let me see here, okay. It sounded like it was around 120 to 140 beats per minute. At first, I figured it was my blood pumping through my ears, but when I moved out of the house, I noticed that the sound was gone. So now I am wondering if it may have been drums I was hearing instead. And that's where the story ends. So it sounds like there was multiple things going on, at least um, for the writer in that house. I wonder, uh, so they, said, they mentioned their stepmom had an, an experience with the sighting as well. But um, it sounds like the, the sighting of the man there was, may have been related to the passing of what was probably his wife. Uh, but I wonder, so, and then the, the writer there mentions it's probably not connected, but it sounds like either they were just really sensitive to the past, maybe in that area, um, and maybe they were hearing some kind of drums from the past. I've heard of that before, people hearing drums in locations where they knew that there was um, indigenous people that lived there before that would use drums like that and for various purposes. I'm wondering if that was the case there. Um, they don't say where they're at, which I don't blame them. But uh, I've heard so many stories of that before, drums, people hearing drums. Sometimes they hear more than that. Sometimes they'll hear sort of people um, chanting or singing as well, and not in an evil way, just like they're going through their their ceremonies or rituals and um are just customs and and so i've heard of stories like that before uh i i feel like i mean obviously i don't know but i feel like the writer there sort of has it um partially as 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 figured out as you can have anything like that where they were able to sort of uh come up with possibilities as to the differences between the experiences they had and then their stepmom had. I wonder if anyone else in that house had any other experiences or if it was just those two. Um, and then, of course, I wonder if the stepmom ever heard any of those drums or if it was just the writer. Makes me wonder, again, how... Uh, I know I've heard over the years, and I, I do believe there are different levels and even kinds of uh, sensitivity to different energy fields and, and things. And I wonder if um, I wonder if the stepmom ever even heard the drums. Maybe they didn't. So, but uh, sounds like the writer there was sensitive. But then again, it's also hard to say because the the sounds did stop. I wonder if that writer had ever had any other experiences anywhere else. Because if they didn't, then maybe it was just a case of that place was really active, and only at certain times or only for certain people. But still, it can. I would think it can still be sort of the location can play a major part in that. So, but uh, moving on, we'll get one more story in here before we go today. And uh, let's see here. Uh, I lost my spot. So, I just got to find it. That's not good. Okay, there we go. Um, so, yeah, amazing story there with multiple experiences. But uh, 
Moving on to the next one here. This one says, I worked the night shift as a security guard at Hampton Court Palace, known for being one of the most haunted buildings in the UK. While waiting in the courtyard during a night, uh, quiet night, I heard faint voices singing and laughing. I turned toward the sounds and saw lights and about 20 figures moving around through a window in the ballroom. I asked another guard if there was an event, but there shouldn't have been anyone in the place. I entered the building to check on the ballroom. The voices and singing continued, clearly audible as I made my way there. I slowly opened the ballroom door, and all the sounds stopped. The room was empty, with no people, lights, or music. I got goosebumps and left the area quickly. This encounter made me believe in ghosts, and I still find it hard to explain the experience, which still gives me shivers at night. And that's where the story ends. That's amazing there. That sounds like either some kind of residual uh, energy going on there. But I always wondered that too, is that, is that conscious entities that are, uh, if it's spirits, are they just reliving sort of their, some of their favorite memories of the past? And there's just so many of them that they're able to um, manifest in a way that people can see and hear the music and everything and see their figures in the windows. I wonder if there are curtains the, the writer didn't say they could see the figures clearly, so I wonder if it was just like shadows sort of moving around. But for that, that to just stop as soon as, and you hear that in so many stories, um, at least I have before. And so I just wonder, and again, there's also always the possibility of some kind of a time anomaly where they were seeing into another, another time, probably the past, but maybe not necessarily, you don't know for sure. Uh, and somehow when they open that door, who knows what that, I mean, that would change the, that may change the energy in the room. And that sort of dis, dispelled that, uh, that anomaly that was going on there. But also that makes me think, what if they were aware? What if it was sort of either spirits or people from another time? And they all went quiet just for a minute because someone opened the door and they weren't expecting that. Either way, I think all those things can sort of play and mix and match and, and you know, details can just you never know how things are working there. But um, it does sound like the writer was sure they were they were hearing and seeing things and then lights. I mean, how often do lights come up in stories? Um, so, yeah, amazing story there. I, that's something I would somewhat – I'd like to experience that myself in a way because – uh, if that happened to me, I could just see myself walking into the room and then just sitting down in a chair and just waiting to see what else, if anything happens. So, but that's just me, maybe. Um, and I don't blame the writer there for being freaked out by it because, as far as I know, I mean, they're a security guard. The place is supposed to be locked up and quiet and nothing going on. If there's no event scheduled, then there shouldn't be anyone there. So, um, I don't blame them for, for being freaked out a little bit on that. I'd be curious to know what kind of music it was, if it sounded like it was older or not. But, uh, yeah, anyway, that's, some, that's an amazing one there. 
Um, thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.